Welcome back to the Deer Show. Um, last Wednesday's show broke our record. Uh, we had uh, over 130,000 uh, viewers, uh, part of what, which may be attributable to the fact that we now have a, a little TikTok thing going on where people can watch little excerpts uh, from the show. So uh, you should uh, tune into that uh, kind of uh, TikTok uh, preview, and you'll see both previews and post views. Of, of what's been on the show. Um, today, I want to talk about Georgia. I've been practicing criminal law, teaching criminal law for 60 years. I have never seen anything like what's going on in Georgia. Where do we, where do we begin? First, they have this weird thing called a special grand jury. Why? What's it supposed to do? It's supposed to not indict, not decide whether anybody should be brought to trial. It's just supposed to gather information. But if it's going to gather information, why not have both sides presented? Uh, why not have a hearing uh, open so that the public could see it? Or if it's going to be closed, it, at least invite all sides to come. Uh, let the defense attorney uh, cross-examine witnesses. What's this about? I mean, it's even worse than the January 6th committee in Congress, which was, I thought, about as bad as you can possibly get, having a congressional committee without any dissenters uh, on it. But at least it was in public, and, and we could watch it and say, oh, my God, really? They didn't ask a follow-up question. Uh, they, didn't, they, they, they showed an excerpt from President Trump's speech, and they left out the most important phrase, uh, I want you to protest patriotically and peacefully. No, that gets left out. But at least we could see that. But the Georgia special grand jury, what is it? Is it an animal, a minimal, a mineral, a vegetable? Is it a court proceeding, a legal proceeding? Is it just a way of gathering gossip? Is it simply a way of giving the prosecutor subpoena power, which prosecutors don't generally have? Um, and and denying the defense the right to uh, respond, it, it's just it's just bizarre, and it's not it's not American justice. And, and then on top of that, it's this grand jury uh, headed by a four person uh, named uh, Emily Coors, who wants to be a TV star. Uh, she probably heard Andy Warhol talk about everybody's fifteen minutes of fame, and so she went on a TV media tour in which she told how thrilled she was to be able to swear a witness in holding, holding a Ninja Turtle ice cream pop, which she apparently got at a party that was conducted by the prosecutor. So the prosecutors having parties at which the grand jurors are invited. Um, when, when, when she talked, Cora's talked about the case uh, she talked about we, 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 that is us grand jurors and the prosecutor. We're one and the same. And, and we decided to do this and we decided to do that. It's just a corruption, a corruption of the whole legal system. Um, and, and, and what impact is it going to have on any possible investigations and indictments? Um, this whole what I call get Trump, as I said before, I've 
my book is coming out in a couple of weeks, Get Trump, um, The Threat to Civil Liberties Due Process and the Constitutional Rule of Law. You can order it now on Amazon, even though it's not going to be published for a week or so. Um, you know, it's, it's just remarkable that, that Get Trump, uh, which I understand from the point of view of, uh, of Democratic politicians, uh, you know, Adam Schiff and his crew, get Trump, get Trump. OK, but to have a grand jury, to have the Georgia prosecutorial system in a get Trump mode it just isn't American justice. It's just not right. And as somebody who cares deeply about justice, I don't care about Republicans. I don't frankly care about any particular Republican or Democratic politician. I only care about, about justice. I've quoted this over and over again. If you, if you respect the Bible, as I do, just recall that the Bible in the book of Deuteronomy um, gives instructions to judges. And, and there were two instructions don't take bribes. That's obvious. But that comes second. The first was low tech here pun him. Don't recognize faces. Don't go after people based on who they are. Wear a blindfold. Apply the same justice to Donald Trump as you would to Joe Biden or Hunter Biden or anyone else. You can't single people out. You can't do what Stalin and Leventi Beria did back in the bad old days of the Soviet Union. Where Beria said to Stalin, show me the man and I'll find you the crime. That's what they're doing in Georgia. That's what they're doing in other parts of the country, in New York as well. It's not that crimes have come to the attention of prosecutors. It's that prosecutors, like the district attorney of New York City, ran, ran on the platform of get Trump. That was her campaign, get Trump. And now she's searching for crimes to get Trump. That's not American justice. And that special grand jury was obviously designed to get Trump or this Project 65, which is a sleazy McCarthyite enterprise um, in which a bunch of hard left Democratic lawyers are going after every lawyer who have had anything to do with defending or protecting Donald Trump or protesting the election. You know where I stand on the election. I think it was fair. But I also think that people have the right to protest it and people have the right to bring lawsuits challenging it. I was one of those who brought a lawsuit uh, challenging an election in, in the year 2000. I brought a lawsuit on behalf of the people of Palm Beach County who were victimized by the butterfly ballot and may very well have uh, cost the election uh, for Al Gore because people voted for Patrick Buchanan. Old Jews who hate Buchanan voted for Buchanan because the hole in the ballot was in, in the wrong place. I brought a lawsuit. Uh, am I to be condemned for that? It's much better to bring lawsuits than to go to the streets and commit violence and, and do what Black Lives Matters did um, in so many parts of the country after the horrible killing of, of George Floyd. We want people to go to court. We want to encourage them to use the legal system. 
We want to encourage them to challenge elections, even if we don't agree with the challenges. The courts are up to that. They can dismiss the challenges as they did. You don't have to go after lawyers and you don't have to target Donald Trump. You don't have to target any particular individual. You shouldn't target Hunter Biden either uh, or, 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 or Joe Biden. There have been Republicans who have been saying, let's impeach Joe Biden. No, the only good thing that would come from uh, President Biden being impeached is I get the right to defend him. Uh, not obviously in front of the Senate in the court of public opinion, because I would feel just as strongly about attempts to unconstitutionally defend Donald, uh, to defend, to, uh, indict, to uh, impeach Joe Biden as I felt about unconstitutional attempts to impeach and remove President uh, Trump. I am not partisan. I am not a loyalist to any party. I am a loyalist to the constitution of the United States. I'm a loyalist to the American flag. Um, I love America. I'm a patriot. And I love our American system of justice when it works right. I don't love the system of Georgia. Georgia has to do a number of things. First, it must immediately abolish this whole concept of a special grand jury. It makes no sense at all. Grand juries have a purpose. They're in the Constitution, the Fifth Amendment to the Constitution. You can't indict somebody for a federal crime unless a grand jury by a majority vote, usually 23 members, decides to indict. Now, of course, prosecutors have an enormous impact. As Judge Wachtel once said, uh, a grand jury will indict a ham sandwich. Um, and uh, But it's still supposed to be a protection for the defender. It's not much of a protection, but it's supposed to be a protection. Who ever said that a grand jury is supposed to investigate general issues like whether the election was fair in secrecy with a four person uh, like that who wanted to call President Trump because she wanted the thrill of 60 minutes, 60 seconds, it's less than the 15 minutes, but 60 seconds of being able to swear him in. That's the purpose of a grand jury to give you a thrill, to allow you to uh, administer an oath to the former president of, of the United States. And if reports are correct, she administered an oath to somebody while holding a Ninja Turtle ice cream pop. I, I don't know whether these reports are true or not. I don't know whether the reports of her having uh, gone to a party with prosecutors, but, but that has to be looked at. And if there were to be any indictments, remember the, this special fake grand jury, um, make up grand, made up grand jury, uh, can't indict. All it can do is recommend and, and, and make statements. Well, I can recommend too, um, um, but, but I don't have subpoena power. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, it should be abolished. And if it does recommend an indictment, and if the prosecutor is foolish enough to accept the recommendation, it will be challenged. It will be challenged. Um, if the prosecutor is smart, they would simply, she would simply ignore um, the rec any recommendations from this fake grand jury. Um, and if she is influenced by it, it gives Trump's defense lawyers a real opportunity to, to challenge it. And they should, and they will. I don't know what the courts will, will say. The challenge has to come first through the state courts because this is a state proceeding, not 
a federal proceeding. It ought to be, by the way, a federal proceeding. This is involving a federal election, uh, but the state has concurrent power to investigate. But if it were a federal investigation, the grand jury would be completely different. And uh, it, it wouldn't be just making recommendations. In fact, federal grand juries aren't, aren't supposed to make recommendations. Uh, they're supposed to make a yes or no on and off decision, uh, indict or shut up. Um, that's what grand juries ought to be doing. That's what James Comey ought to have done with Hillary Clinton. And he didn't do it. You'd think maybe others would learn a lesson from that. He may have cost Hillary Clinton the election. We don't know. We'll never know. But it certainly may have influenced uh, votes when he, quote, made a recommendation and uh, gave his opinion, which was worthless. But it may have influenced people because he at the time was director of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And uh, when the Federal Bureau of Investigation speaks, there are people who listen. I remember when I was a kid, uh, my God, the FBI, J. Edgar Hoover, they were God. I remember in, in, in elementary school being taken to Washington and um, and going to the FBI building. We never got to see Hoover. But but we went, we saw them practicing shooting. We saw the fingerprint lab. And we, oh, it was such a thrill. The FBI was unbelievable. And, and we all wanted to be FBI agents. Uh, and then Comey did what he did. And I don't think a lot of young kids want to be FBI agents um, anymore when you mess around with an election uh, the way he did. Uh, so what's going to happen um, if a prosecutor has good sense? Uh, she will not prosecute Donald Trump and she will not prosecute any of the people who wanted to pose a challenge uh, to the election by claiming they were the legitimate electors. That's what you do. And, 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 and Congress rejects it. That's what they do. Uh, you know, you go back to the, to the uh, election between John Quincy Adams and, and Andrew Jackson highly disputed, the Tilden Hayes uh, election, the, the Kennedy-Nixon uh, election, um, obviously, the, the Gore-Bush um, election. All of these were highly, highly uh, disputed. And what we want is the disputes to end up in court. And that means that some people will make arguments that we reject, in Trump's case, every one of his arguments has been rejected. That doesn't mean that the lawyers should be disciplined or discouraged from making these kinds of arguments. Um, there are challenges, uh, legitimate challenges to the machines. You know, the machines, there's litigation now all over the country involving these voting machines and the voting machine companies. I'm involved in, in one of the cases, the voting machine companies refuse to disclose their algorithms. They refuse to disclose their inner workings. What they say is, trust us. We're doing a government job. Well, we're not supposed to trust the government. Uh, you're supposed to distrust the government. You're supposed to distrust corporations. Uh, if you're going to trust, at least trust and verify. And what's happening is these machine companies are suing everybody. And then they're saying, but don't ask us to show you the machines. We, we, we say you're, you're, you're lying when you say the machines are unreliable, but we're not going to show you anything about the machine so you can make your own decision or a jury can make a decision or a judge can make a decision about whether or not the machines are, in fact, uh, reliable. You know, you don't have to argue that the election was tainted. I don't believe it was to at least be skeptical about any machine, any artificial intelligence. We know 
that machines are hackable. We know that artificial intelligence uh, can be influenced um, from outside. Uh, why not take precautions? Why not require uh, machine voting companies to disclose? Um, they say, oh, they have business secrets. Well, if you have business secrets that you won't disclose, don't undertake a governmental function. If the government were counting, they'd have to disclose. And if the government gives that ability to a private company, the private company has to disclose too. I wrote that in, 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 in briefs that have been presented uh, to the court and those matters are still sub judice. So we'll see uh, what happens. But just to go back to, to Georgia for a few minutes, you know, Georgia's a great state. It has uh, changed so dramatically over the last uh, half a century um, uh, from a place of segregation uh, to a progressive, interesting, uh, divided state where Republicans and Democrats buy in close elections. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a state with you know, great universities um, and great cities, Savannah and Atlanta, shape up your criminal justice system, make it American, and don't let it emulate third world countries and, and, and make sure that the personnel in the courts, uh, the judges, and, and, and the four people of jurors and the members of grand jurors are people that we can be proud of uh, and people who are doing their job, not trying to get a thrill for swearing in uh, a president. You know, I want to personally thank uh, Emily Coors. Uh, she, without knowing it, and with no intent to do it, uh, performed a great public function. Uh, she alerted the American people to the kangaroo grand jury nature of what has been going on there. She gave the defense an opportunity to bring this all out into the open and to challenge it. Um, you know, so she gets uh, a little bit of kudos for uh, making public an institution that has mostly been been secret and revealing its dark underside, its ugly belly, uh, and 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 um, that's not the last we've heard of it. Uh, we will hear more about the, the the Georgia grand jury, and we'll hear more about the Georgia system of justice, particularly if the prosecutor brings pr criminal charges. Now, again, let me reiterate what I've said before. The statement made by former President Trump is on tape. There's no doubt uh, what he said. Um, you know, I have to find 12,000 uh, votes. Find, 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 not discover, not, I mean, not invent, not make up, find. Uh, the, the effort was to try to see whether there were some uncounted votes. It's exactly what happened in the lawsuit that I was involved in, in Bush versus Gore. We were looking for votes. You remember the hanging chairs? What do you think that was all about? It was looking for votes. It's okay to say, find votes that were cast and not counted. If you want to try to stretch the meaning of fine, uh, find and say, oh, it meant invent. Well, you know, that's, that's a reason you could vote against somebody. You can't base a criminal prosecution on that kind of, 
speculation. Look in the dictionary, see what the word fine means. If you think it has a, another meaning, then prove it. Uh, if you can't prove it, you can't base a criminal indictment on speculation. Um, and you can't just weaponize the criminal justice system to go after people you don't like and who I didn't vote for. That's not, that's not the American way. So before we get to letters, let me remind you that uh, you can join our local community and hear me say a few words about anything uh, in about two minutes um, every day. Um, uh, you just go to at Dershko, D-E-R-S-H-O-W dot locals dot com and you get me for another two minutes. Uh, if you don't want me for those two minutes, just tune into the Dersh Show that you get me for 30 minutes. And then you can write me letters, um, some nice, some nasty. Uh, let's, let's turn to them right now. Well, first one is just a follow-up of what we've been saying. I found this poor woman's behavior deeply concerning. It was bad enough that she did the media tour after the proceedings. However, what I find even more concerning is that she was not only part of the jury, but was the poor person. She's not fit and appears unbalanced and lacks good judgment. Well, I don't want to say that, but she seemed to have lacked bad judgment, uh, good judgment. I, I agree. All right. We talked about the Al Gore case, and here's somebody who says, oh, please, Al Gore lost his home state, Tennessee. If he carried that state that he'd represented a senator, Florida would have been irrelevant. Apparently, Tennessee voters had enough of Al. Well, what does that have to do with the fact that Florida may very well have gone legitimately for Al Gore? I think it did. I am convinced that more voters in Florida intended to vote for Al Gore than intended to vote for George Bush. That's my view. I know a lot about it. I did a lot of work on the case. That's my view. But that he lost Tennessee uh, doesn't much matter. There have been other presidents in the past who've been elected without winning their home states. Okay. Trump is 100% guilty of facilitating the Abraham Accords and opening up the doorway to peace in the Middle East. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that he did a great job on the Abraham Accords. I played a tiny, tiny little role in the peace process in the Middle East, uh, advising uh, not only President Trump, but I've advised um, several previous presidents about peace in the Middle East, which I care deeply about. And then people complained about me. And this from a known Democrat Party supporter. No, I'm not a Democrat Party supporter. I'm not a supporter of any party. I vote for who I thought the best candidate is. No, up to now, I've never voted for a Republican for president. I might. I regret one vote. I should have voted for Mitt Romney instead of for Barack Obama uh, in the second election. I, I regret that. If I could take that vote back, I would have done it. And who knows? Maybe I'll vote for a Republican. It really depends on who is the Republican and who is the Democrat. Okay. Alan, thinking the 2020 election was fair and square, Flies in the face of your comment that you believe in truth. Foolish and ignorant. No, I believe in truth. And the evidence is overwhelming, overwhelming beyond dispute that even if Georgia had gone to um, President Trump, even if Pennsylvania had gone to President Trump, there still weren't enough votes. And uh, the Pennsylvania votes uh, were for, um, for uh, Joe Biden, even if you discount the number of improper votes that were in fact cast when election uh, booths were allowed to stay open longer than the legislature had intended. Okay. Um, 
Why does Dersh vote for the left? I don't vote for the left at all. I don't like the left. I certainly don't like the hard left. I don't like progressives. I would never vote for anybody in the squad. I wouldn't vote for my friend and colleague, um, um, Elizabeth Warren. <clears throat> I wouldn't vote for um, uh, my co-religionist, uh, Bernie Sanders. I don't vote left. I'm a centrist liberal. Um, I don't vote right. Um, that's not the basis for my voting. The basis of my voting is who's best for America, who's best for the world, who's best for peace, and uh, who is the most <clears throat> qualified uh, candidate. I voted for Republican governors in Massachusetts because I thought they were the best qualified. Professor, regarding the leaked draft <clears throat> opinion in Dobbs, <clears throat> how can it be legal to publish by Politico an American-based <clears throat> media outlet material that everybody knows was confidential. Why is no one asking that question? No one is asking the question because the answer is obvious. Newspapers are allowed to publish classified material. That's what was held essentially by um, the um, uh, Pentagon Papers case. I was involved. I was one of the lawyers in the Pentagon Papers case. And we established the principle that newspapers can publish classified material. They, they shouldn't maybe. And they certainly shouldn't publish any that endangers the security of the United States, but it's not a crime to publish classified material. It's a crime to leak classified material. And the people who leak it, Daniel Ellsberg, um, there's obviously dispute about uh, WikiLeaks and that kind of thing, but there's an enormous difference. And the same thing is true with the law clerk. I think it's a law clerk who probably leaked the opinion in the Dobbs case what he did was unethical, at least, wrong, maybe illegal. Um, certainly, if he then denied it to law enforcement, that would be a crime. Uh, but there's a big difference between the leaker and the publisher. Under our First Amendment, the publisher has the right to publish even material that was improperly leaked. Okay, a grand jury indictment is not required in federal court. The government could file a complaint and have the court hold a preliminary hearing to determine whether probable cause exists for a trial. There are many reasons why this is really done. Yeah, one is because it's not true. You can't have uh, a criminal prosecution without an indictment for a felony unless the defendant consents. The reason we hear so much about complaints is because defendants consent to uh, proceeding by complaint and uh, instead of by indictment. But any defendant who wants to stand on his rights or her rights has an absolute right under the Fifth Amendment to have a grand jury indict as a prelude to any kind of a felony criminal prosecution. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> One person says, go ahead, prosecute him, and you'll set off a civil war. Want war? I want war too. So do it. I want to run Democrats out of America for good. It's time to go. No, no, no. We're not giving in to those threats. I don't believe that Donald Trump should be um, indicted for at least based on the information that I've seen, certainly not for that phone call. <laughs> but if he did commit a crime, he should be indicted and nobody's going to be cowed by your uh, rhetoric of, of a civil war. Um, well, it, there could be demonstrations in the street if he's indicted, certainly if he's indicted on a false charges and then he's acquitted, uh, it would be, a, it would be a, a terrible thing, a terrible thing for America. Okay. 
This is a nice one. I always like to check Alan's perspective on something before I form an opinion. Alan is like a storm shelter when there's flying everywhere and you can get into a shelter till the storm passes. That's very nice. Um, okay. Um, Jeremy Corbyn is not anti-Semitic. You are wrong on that. Invite him and debate him. I would love to debate him. It's not me who basically has said that Corbyn has facilitated anti-Semitism. It's his own party. The Labour Party in England got rid of him, and uh, there were reports uh, about how when he was the uh, uh, candidate, and he lost overwhelmingly, thank God for the thoughtfulness and intelligence of the British people, it was because he was a facilitator of anti-Semitism. I can never know what's in a person's heart or soul. Uh, I think if you facilitate anti-Semitism the way Corbyn did, I think it's fair to call him an anti-Semite. And the reason I will never, ever vote for Bernie Sanders, I don't care who we vote runs against is because he went as an American, he went to England and campaigned for Jeremy Corbyn, even though Corbyn had uh, done terrible things in relation to the, the Jewish people and the nation state of the Jewish people. Ah, a great perspective. Look forward to reading your new book. Pre-order. Thank you. Ha ha. Yes. Uh, uh, thank you, mother. No, it's not my mother. Uh, but uh, you can pre-order the book now. You'll get it when it, when it comes out. Uh, okay. Um, I love Alan Dershowitz. There are a few people ethical enough to always fight for what is right over what is convenient. Every hater is just another merit bad for a man with such a high morale. He is definitely the top three celebs I would be honored to meet someday. Happy to meet you. I'm not a celebrity. I'm just an ordinary uh, lawyer, a law professor, and and civil libertarian, but I, I love meeting people in my audience now more and more. Now that we have 130,000 viewers, people do come over to me on the street and do say that we really appreciate your uh, uh, your show. So I hope you keep uh, watching. Watch TikTok. I think you'll enjoy the 30-second uh, little uh, squibs from my, my shows. And again, Dirt Show at Locals. Uh, no, it's at Locals. Dot com so you can get as much of me as you can as you can tolerate uh see you tomorrow <laughs>